Well, happy Reformation Day or Dia de los Muertos or the day after Halloween, whichever thing you celebrate. Today, we are looking at this new thing that I haven't noticed before. You know, everybody has the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl for, well, not for sports, really. The Super Bowl is just for commercials. At least that's what it was for me. So I thought at least up until the last couple of years, the commercials were fantastic. Now, apparently the new thing is Halloween commercials, and they're the commercials that come up right before Halloween to tell you what you need to know about Halloween and really what is going on in the culture and how you're supposed to act during the Halloween season, but beyond as well. So we're going to look at a couple of those commercials today because I think they are telling about where the culture is, where the culture wants you to go, and hopefully we'll get to what we should do as believers about it. Welcome to Church Public. I'm Matt Odegaard. Well, again, welcome to Church Public. Thank you so much for joining me here today. You can check out more of the episodes at churchpublic.com. And of course, you can subscribe and like and give reviews at all of the podcast platforms. I really appreciate that. If you like it or you hate it, just give me a five-star review because that will help. No, at any rate, I just really appreciate you tuning in today because... This is a listener-supported endeavor, and I'm just trying to get the most information out there that cuts through some of the wacky information that's out there, because information is at the ultimate amount you can find at any moment, but wisdom is in short supply, and I want to help you with some wisdom. You don't even have to take my word for it, because I'm always going to come back to the Bible, what the Bible has to say about these things, because we need to find our hope in God alone and figure out how to survive this world through it. So again, thanks for choosing Church Public, and let's get started today. So we're looking at Halloween commercials. I can freely admit that I am not very sporty. Uh, Admittedly, I grew up on the music side of life. I didn't play team sports. I didn't watch sports. I don't know much about the sporty things. Uh, It has been something that people make fun of me for a long, long time, and it doesn't bother me if you make fun of me for that. That's fine. So I didn't watch sports. I didn't play sports. I don't know about very many sports, but there was one thing in the sports world, in the sports universe that I really enjoyed doing as a child and into adult life, and that was going to Super Bowl parties. As the only extroverted person in my family, this gave me a chance to hang out and laugh with other uh, loud people, uh, loud humans. I, I tend to be a loud human. I tend to laugh really loud. People have literally jumped in fright because apparently I laugh really loud. You can talk to my family and friends about that. But at these Super Bowl parties, it's okay if I'm loud. And uh, it's okay if I like great snacks. Because I don't know about you, but I like great snacks. The Super Bowls tended to have the great snacks, those, those Super Bowl parties. And... And of course, of course, here's where I'm getting to, laugh at the really funny commercials. Super Bowls used to be the place in the whole year where you go for the best commercials, like the classic Wendy's, where's the beef commercial? I mean, I still quote that. My kids have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's funny to me, at least. Uh, there's the office linebacker. You might remember that one. I, I remember the the Volkswagen Force Kid where the kid's like trying to do things with the car and then the car uh, opens itself. The kid thinks he has the force. I mean, Gold. I mean, it's so good. And of course, the iconic I'm on a horse, Old Spice guy. Um, <clears throat> now, to, t- to take a turn, sadly, since everything and really everything ha- has now gone woke, 
I haven't even enjoyed these last few years of commercials because I can't, I can't do it. I can't even watch the commercials because every commercial apparently is about what I'm supposed to do in culture. It's not trying to make me laugh or good-natured humor because now we can't. I've talked about this before. You can go back and listen to some of the episodes. You cannot laugh at anything anymore because laughing is offensive because then you're making fun of something. And, of course, we can't make fun of things. And that, as a person who I've mentioned several times today, that I really like to laugh, this just drives me insane. But now, apparently, and I missed this trend. I don't know where this trend came from, but apparently this is the new trend. There are Halloween commercials that tell you, that instruct you culturally what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to live and survive, and how you're supposed to uh, deal with other people, right? Because commercials are no longer about selling a product commercials are about how you are going to fit in with society how you're going to be a good person and not a bad person how you're going to be uh, moral in the cultural universe that these commercials are a part of and this is what we all need to know and that's that's why commercials are important today and, and generally commercials wouldn't be that important because there's commercials and who cares but i found two and i came across these right before halloween and, and didn't get a chance to <clears throat> talk about them then but I think it's still appropriate, uh, especially for one of them, that it is, today is, if you're watching this on November 1st, the Dia de los Muertos. It's the first celebration. It's the Day of the Dead. It originated in Mexico, actually originated with the Aztecs. I'm not going to get into the history of it. It doesn't really matter. There's a bunch of, like, what do I say, theology about it that I'm, I'm not going to get into either. I, I don't want to bore you with, with the theology of other religions at this moment. I will suffice to say that the Dia de los Muertos is not Christian. The The general idea is that you um, your, your dead relatives visit you one day a year and you prepare for them, you feast with them, you do all these things. And it sounds like it kind of has something in, in common with All Saints Day, which is the more Christian holiday of, the, of these uh, that also is today, um, that you celebrate the people, the the saints, the heroes of the faith of Christianity who have done really good things to promote Christianity. And that actually is a good thing. But but the Christians don't believe that the saints come back to you and visit you on that day. So again, there's there's some things that are parallel in terms of venerating those that have gone before. And there are things that just diverge into oblivion of being visited by ghosts and spirits that we don't want to go into. And, and just as a, a 30 second caveat on Halloween. I I don't love Halloween. I will be very honest about that. I, I and I, I love Christmas. I love Easter. And people can say, well, all three have pagan roots. And and that is in some sense true. They all have pagan things that are that are tied into them. But Easter, for instance, is solely about now, though it has other things in it. And I'm not talking bunnies and, and uh, chocolate eggs and things like that. Easter from a Christian perspective, is solely about the resurrection of Jesus Christ that gives us new life. And Christmas, though it has some weird pagan things, Christmas trees, like whatever, you can talk about those. I, I don't really, it, it doesn't really bother me that because we live in the world, so we have to, in some sense, live in the world. That's just true. But Christmas is solely about the birth of Jesus Christ, who is our Savior, and the celebration of that. Halloween Though you can, and it really does point, it is a contraction of All Hallows Eve, Halloween, uh, because you're supposed to go to Reformation, or not Reformation Day, <laughs> I'm back in Reformation Day, um, All Saints Day, 
Though Reformation Day is a part of it too. I, I'm not going to get into that today. There's there's too many theological things. I've talked about this too long already, more than I wanted to. But <clears throat> but there there's no redeeming quality here for Halloween. There there just isn't. It it is a it had you know from the the Charlie Brown uh, peanuts. All, this is Halloween, you know, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Like we're so far beyond that where I, I just walking around my neighborhood, like the, the ghouls and ghosts and skeletons and dead things and demons. And like to do anything with that, just it, 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 it has to me no redeeming value. Now to dress up your child, like a hero or something, I, I don't have a problem with that. If they want to eat candy, I don't have a problem with that. Fine, whatever. Um, but what we're getting to here is the All Hallows Eve. And then what we're getting to is this Dia de los Muertos. That's the first one that we watch. And this deserves a review because it's not just a promotion of the product. And you'll see in a moment. And it's not just to get you to laugh. It's designed, as you'll see and we'll talk about, to make you accept a part of the world that the ideological left or cultural humanism or all these other words that I've thrown out this group of people in America need you to accept this. That they need you to accept these premises because it changes the very reality we live in, and that is the goal. It's changing reality. It actually is. We've talked about this. We've talked about that we need to get back to what is actual reality, and we do that through observation and scientific observation. We do that through scriptural revelation. We do that through several different ways. But we, without the reality of this creation order and God's kingdom order, we are lost like just literally lost to our base desires. In other words, the desires of our flesh, like the lust that we have and this idea that you can just be whatever you want to be and just follow your passions wherever they go because that's going to be great for everybody. But none of those things are inherently good. They don't lead to good places. In fact, again, it's an inversion of the biblical order. We see several times in scripture from Jesus, Paul, and others, Peter, James, that when you follow your base desires to their end, you are not actually free, as this culture is saying, you become a slave to them. And that's a lot of deep theological stuff. I didn't mean to get that deep right away, but but it's important because these commercials want you to accept things that are not real in order to accept a worldview that propagates, that that promotes their ideas that, that you should have. So we talked about Dia de los Muertos. This first commercial is for the delicious corn chip Doritos. Let's take a, a watch and, and then we'll talk more about it. Ah, hermano, como te extraño. sorpresa. ¿Qué hubo, la familia? ¿Cómo están? Alberto. ¿Quién es él? Es Mario, mi pareja. ¡Qué milagro! Creí que este iba a estar solo para siempre. ¡Qué Uh, that's the end of that scene. So again, um, this is about Doritos. So if if you if you, I realize some of you are just listening. So if you're just listening and, and you miss some of that, this uh, old lady who is the sister apparently of a dead departed brother 
the brother comes out as a ghost in the Dia de los Muertos, and then the brother's partner comes out in as well, and most of the family just gasps and, and has a shocked view. Um, and then the sweet old sister, Hermana, just says, oh, it's a miracle. I thought you'd be alone forever. So here's the cultural issue. Everyone, everything must conform. You must not only be gay or LGBTQ+, you must approve of it even in the afterlife. And of course, as Christians, we don't believe that once a year our dead relatives visit us. There's nothing biblical to support that. But as a believer in eternity, of which there is tons of scriptural support, you are asked by this to accept that, well, apparently these two lovers were not out of the closet in real life. Now they are in eternity and they can finally be their true selves. The extension is for the grand or for not for the, uh, for the old um, sister here is to accept you and who you love in this life or the next. And of course it's, it's hard to not, it's hard to forget that it's easy to forget. Sorry, that we're just talking about chips. This is, this is a commercial to sell you chips, but that's why we are talking about this because this is, not about chips. This is about you accepting this idea that it's good to be gay. It's good to be in this lifestyle where you pursue your desires as far as you want to go. Don't wait until you die to to do this. I mean, there's so many different different ideals that are promoted by this. And even, I'm not even getting into the theology of the afterlife and being gay in the afterlife. I mean, it just, there's so many things that, that are just off, off the rails on this, uh, biblically and spiritually. And I, I, it was important to what, to look at it and I'll, I'll say it, I'll say it once more. This is clearly, it's a cartoon. If you didn't see this, it's not actors, it's a cartoon and any cartoon period, full stop. Any cartoon is aimed at children. This is not aimed at me. Uh, it's not aimed at middle age. It's not aimed at adults. It's not aimed at the sweet old lady or the or the old man that star in this. This is aimed at children, and you need to know that. And so you need to know that even in these little commercials, they're just watching TV. Doritos commercial comes on. No problem. It's for Doritos, like easy. I'm telling you, watch what your kids are seeing because this they are trying at every angle and every possibility to say not only is this okay. But you should do this. You should believe it. It's it's totally normal. Everyone is like this. Everyone has the brother, the uncle that's like this, and 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 it's okay. We just need to get over it. Uh, Christians are so uh, they're they're so old school. All, all the Bible is just old. Like it doesn't mean anything anymore. But this is what I need you to understand. Even they don't believe that. And and here's here's the proof. They're showing you a cartoon about the afterlife, which implies there's something more that goes on to something more, that you're not just here for a moment, that it isn't just material, that this isn't just the only life you have to do everything you want to do, that there is something you go to, which means, consequently, that there is something that happens there. Now, their their conclusion is you just get to live happily ever after with whomever you love. The reality is... That's not real. Again, that's not true. According to everything we know, according to scripture, according to God, you can choose to not believe in God, fine. But if you don't believe in God, then you cannot also believe in an afterlife. You can't have both things. If there's no God, then when you die, you die, period, the end. 
If there is a God, there has to be a certain God. It can't be whatever God you make up because then you're the God, not God being the God. Do you understand how that works, right? So, so we have to we have to understand where this is coming from because it does make a difference. And we are teaching our children these things. So we, the parents, the adults in the room, really need to guard our kids. Okay, this next one for me is actually worse than, than this Doritos commercial. So this is a, a lovely candy bar company. And, uh, you know, we're just going to watch it first and then and then we'll talk about it. And this one's a little bit longer. Stick with me. Uh, if I need to narrate it, I will narrate it. But uh, I, don't, I don't think you'll need that. This one is in English. Sorry about the last one that was in Spanish. But hey, maybe some of you Spanish speakers got it. So uh, this one is in English and it is about a child. I'll say it that way. And a nanny. So I'll, I'll narrate anything that you can't understand from just listening. Twix presents Bite Size Halloween. Okay, so this nanny pulls up to the door. Little person in a princess dress sitting on the floor. Nanny pulls up. She's dressed as a goth witch. The hat, the black lipstick, everything. It's that she said... I'm your nanny. What I don't need a nanny. parents seem to think you do. And she magically appears in the house after he closed the door. What's your favorite color? Black. Other than black. Oh, um, charcoal. Why are you all dressed up? It's not Halloween yet. So this is the little boy dressed in a princess dress. Can I help he you? Runs back are you inside. a good witch or a bad witch? Do you want to find out? You buckled? I'm still wearing my princess dress. Do you want to wear it? He nods yes. Hey, you! Princess! You look like a girl. Why are you wearing that? Dressing like this makes me feel good. Is that your nanny? She looks weird. You look weird, your nanny looks weird, you guys are both weird. No, we're just different. Boys don't wear dresses. Whoa! Whoa! Where is it coming from? What's happening? We should go. Will he come back? Yeah, probably. Okay, so I stopped talking because I just wanted you to hear the end of that. So if you didn't see it, what happens is this little boy uh, comes up. He's wearing a cape, right? Everybody else, uh, there is a little boy wearing a princess dress. There's the nanny slash witch who apparently has wind powers. And then there's another boy, a bigger boy that comes out with a cape on. Uh, dressed, you know, superhero-ish, and and says, "Hey, why are you wearing a dress? Like, I don't, I don't get it." And so the nanny slash witch creates some wind power and literally creates a gust of wind, and the boy wearing the cape disappears, just disappears, gets blown away off the screen, and the cape settles down and and falls to the ground, and that's where you hear the line like. Is he coming back? And the nanny slash witch says, probably. 
question mark. So I like there's so much going on here and and we could talk about it for a while. I'll, I'll try to sum it up quickly. Uh, and and by the way, uh, shout out to the Twitter account libs of TikTok for compiling those videos. Uh, yeah. So first of all, I've talked about this before. Witches are not okay. Like again, you're you're you you think it's oh it's just fun and, fun and silly, but dark forces are not something to be trifled with. If you believe that you are stronger than the dark forces that have been around since the beginning of time, I I would say you should reevaluate that position. Um, but the biggest thing here, of course, is the little boy dressed up like a princess and the witch, Nanny, who says, if you want to dress like that, go ahead, be yourself. It's totally normal. Like, this is what you need to do. And 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 yeah, you might be a boy, but you're probably a girl because because science or because you feel like it or something. Again, what the, this is the problem where we're trying to, the, the culture is trying to remake reality and they're trying to reshape it in the image that they want. And they are saying, you must agree. It's not, say, you be you, go do whatever you want as long as it's not hurting anybody, which is the libertarian view that, that you've heard for a while, which I think actually becomes more problematic as you unfold that. But it's, no, you not only have to say, I can be whatever I want to be, but you have to accept it and you have to celebrate it. And if you say anything about it, According to this video, and this is what they're telling you, we're going to make you disappear. And this is what's actually happening. That's why this video is so important to watch and to understand. Again, this is addressed at kids. It's a candy. So it's not for you. It's not for my age. It's not for the old people. It's for kids. This video is for kids to make them feel better about wanting to dress up like something else and be something else. I'm not talking about imagination and pretend. I'm talking about literally physically a boy becoming a girl because that's what we're told you can do now. And the problem here is, you know, again, making people disappear. We've seen on social media all over the place. And I'm just waiting for my turn to come like that. People disappear off social media. If you say the wrong things, if you do the wrong things, if you don't go with culture, you cannot exist in these places. And they're telling you right out straight through this, this really well-produced video, this is what is going to happen to you if you think you're the hero wearing the cape. I'm telling you this video, this video is saying you're not the hero and you're we're going to make you disappear. And this is, I mean, not only like child abuse in the form of telling a, a poor young kid that there's something that they are not and can never be, but it's it is promoting violence. It's it, This is literally promoting violence. Because and, and we've been told, just to back up, we've been told reliably that silence is violence. If you don't say anything, you're a racist or you're, you're bad or whatever. Words are violence. Go to any college campus. If you say the wrong thing, that is literally a hate crime. You can be prosecuted for violence. This is not, I'm not making this up. It's not hyperbole. If you say the wrong thing on a college campus, and certain college campuses, you will be prosecuted for violent actions. Words are violence. But we're also told that actual rioting, burning, looting is not violence. That's just a peaceful protest. Here we're told that magical violence, actual violence against an oppressor, the white hero caped boy, is acceptable and should be even cheered on. And we're told that the boy implicitly may never even come back. They may be gone forever. This goal, like the first video, the Doritos video, is to make un is to make acceptable that which is not natural. 
uh, this lie that a man is a man and a woman is a woman and you can't actually change that. Um, th these are the things that this culture, this media is promoting and saying. You must agree with this or you cannot exist in society. You cannot exist on social media. You shouldn't question it. You should just accept it. You should celebrate it. And anybody who disagrees with that is... It, it, it's not just a disagreement. It's not just intellectual. It's not just personal choices. It's you become an evil person. You are an oppressor. You must be stopped. You must be disappeared. You must be destroyed or vanished from existence. This is what this kid's candy video is telling you. And of course, this isn't new. Uh, in, in 2019, the razor company Gillette had a dad teaching his daughter who wanted to be a boy how to shave. Uh, and of course, that video ironically ends with the company's tagline, the best a man can get, which is something. Dove, uh, a couple years ago, had a soap commercial for Real Moms featuring a man identifying as a woman uh, and, and many more. I'm not going to list them all. It, 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 the, the scale is not important. What's important is we understand this is the goal. This is what the culture is going for. And they they want like what I was kind of surprised with here, I'll show you this article is um, this, this is what the culture wanted to say about Halloween. And I wanted to get this out before Halloween and I didn't, and it really doesn't matter because it doesn't stop with Halloween. And that, that's the, the baseline is this, this is now, I guess, and forever the way that things are going. So um, this is a Vogue article and the article is titled, um, how dressing up for Halloween helped me embrace my trans identity. I think I have a clip here. So this is this is just the article in Vogue magazine just a few days ago. So this is how dressing up for Halloween helped me embrace my trans identity. And uh, I was going to read a couple of clips from it. I'm not going to. It, it doesn't matter. You get the idea. The, the thing is here that if you dress up like a hero, if you if you dress up um, in some way like that, then you're not normal. But if you dress up like a trans person, that's a good way to test the waters and see if that's really what you want to do. Um, again, they're they're trying to get at the reality of this. They're trying to get out at the normalcy of this and say, this is just normal. This is the way life is. This is the way you are. And, and you need to be okay with it. And, and if your friends are like this, again, they're talking to kids. If your kids excuse me, and your friends are like this, you need to be okay with it. Don't ask questions. Don't say it's it's different. Just say, oh yeah, this is this is how things are. And that's that's the the thing here. So what I want to do is I want to end I want to end with the Bible passage. There's a lot I could have chosen from. This is just the one that that I grabbed um because I think I think this gives us a, a place to go forward. Because in no way am I saying like that you should meet this with anger or hostility. And hopefully you're not hearing that from me because my heart breaks for this. That's, that's really that's really where I'm coming from. My heart is broken because I don't want people to hurt. And, and it, I really have that inside of me. And it's frustrating to me when this culture says things like, just follow your heart, do whatever you want to do. No harm will come of it. Like there, there's no issues with living a essentially a lie it's okay to live a lie if it if you think you're going to feel good through it and the reality is that that's not okay it's not okay to live a lie you have to align yourself with the truth and there is only one truth and that makes life really hard it does i can acknowledge that this is not easy and for people who are struggling with this kind of thing it's not easy but that still doesn't mean it's right and that that's the problem here 
the when something is not easy, the cultural answer, the cultural solution is, well, then it must be wrong, so we need to make it easier for them. And the, the biblical answer when something is not easy is, well, okay, but life is not easy, still do the right thing. And that's what's hard here, because the culture says, well, if it's not easy, just follow your heart and do whatever and you be you. And Jesus is saying, life is not easy. Um, it, it, and, and he actually goes a step further and says, I know life is not easy. And Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. In other words, if you try to pull all the weight of this life yourself, you're going to be burdened down. It's going to be really hard. And Jesus says, I want to connect to you. Yoke is one of those big things that connects to oxen together or whatever so that they share the weight. And because Jesus is stronger, Jesus is greater than I am, than you are, than anyone is, he bears the brunt of the weight and then you don't have to. But conversely, the other thing is also true. When the culture says, you know, just go this way, it's going to be great, everything's going to be fine, they're trying to yoke up to you, they're trying to connect up to you and say, you carry the burden, you take the weight, this life is hard, but it's going to be fine. You just do whatever you want to do and it's going to be fine. It's going to be easy. And I don't know if you've ever seen like the Christmas Carol, right? It's all those chains. This is not necessarily theological or accurate, but it does go kind of along with this yoke analogy that the the two uh, stingy dead guys in a Christmas Carol end up just covered in chains that weigh them down for eternity. But that, but there is some, it's not, that's not, again, theologically true, but there's some truth to it in that when you make bad decisions, and there are consequences, and the consequences of life are real, and those consequences do weigh you down. So you can choose to just do whatever you want, like forgetting whatever consequences, like they're just going to be what they are, or you can choose to live the right way and and follow after what is good and true, and, and Jesus would say that that's him because Jesus is technically the truth, the life. So what I wanted to look at actually was uh, from Paul, because Paul talks about being yoked not to Jesus, but being yoked to unbelievers and how it's not good and it's not good for us to do that. So this is Paul in uh, 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. Don't be yoked with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? What fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? We are, any Christian is, the temple of God, and as God said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. And so there, here Paul gives a quote. Um, this is from Second Samuel 7. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing. I will receive you. I will be a father to you. You will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Since we have these promises, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. There's a lot of words there, but the bottom line is there is no compromise here. There, there's no place where you can say, I, I want to walk in the light of Jesus and other people want to walk in the darkness and we'll find some middle place where the light's like kind of glowing, but it's kind of dark. And, and, and Paul and Jesus are like, no, there, there's no middle place. There, there's no place where you can say, uh, you're dark and I'm light and we'll just kind of meet in the middle. If you've ever been in a dark room, as soon as you turn on the light, it's light. As soon as you turn off the light, it's dark. 
that there is no middle place and and paul is is making that point and so the answer is not to try to compromise not to try to compromise with this world not to try to to appease them and say ah you be you like just do whatever you want you're not going to hurt me it's to say like either hey i'm not going to live like this because this is not the thing uh, or just remove yourself from that entirely and and that's what we have had trouble doing as believers as americans as christians somewhere in there we just we want to be really nice and so we want to just placate people and say that's ah, okay you just do whatever you want like it's fine but we still connect, we still hang out, we still do these things. And Paul is saying, like, we have to draw a line somewhere. Like, we, we really, we, not to be rude, not to be mean, but to actually love them, when we're saying love your neighbor, by supporting things that are just not real, just not true, and, and anti-Christian, like against Christ, against the scriptures, against what we're told and how we're supposed to be. We just can't, we can't do that. We have to find ways to live in this world, but not be like the world. And and more often than not, as I see believers, even as I see believers, they look more like the world than they'd look like believers. And and this is a bad example, and it's a bad road. And and we get pulled down from that. We we rarely pull other people up. We need to go in and say, this is the truth. These are the true things, and we need to live by the truth. As I've said before, and uh, again, as Alexander Solzhenitsyn said. Don't live by lies. Live not by lies. We, we, we have to see what lies are and then live according to the truth. Identify the lies and, and live by the truth. And that's why these two like kind of ridiculous commercials are important because these are the lies that are being told to us, to our children, and we need to identify them. We need to point them out and then choose to live in the truth and not to be yoked to be associated uh, with people who are trying to live in these ways that are just just not true. And again, grace uh, and love, we, we have to be filled with these things. We cannot be rude. We cannot be mean. Th- those are not biblical values. Those are not Christ-like values. But we also don't have to accept lies. We, we just don't. And and more often than not, I'm seeing people accept these lies and just saying like, oh, it's fine. It'll be fine. Nothing will happen. Like, like it, this will blow over. Like recreating the whole family, like that's that's fine. Nothing's gonna nothing's gonna affect my family. Until it does. Until your child going to a school where they teach these things, watching TV where you learn these things, watching uh, like on social media where they're indoctrinating these things and then all of a sudden they say you know your little boy says oh i'm a girl now that's how we get there because we haven't appropriately separated things out and again you don't have full control over your children but you can can and should continue to have these kinds of conversations and and do the best you can to follow god yourself with all your heart and soul and mind and strength and lead your families in the best way that you can i know it's not easy but it is what we're called to do and i i pray that you're able to do that more and more as we see the day approaching and as we follow after jesus god bless as always and keep the faith